Have you ever looked up at the night sky and wondered what lies beyond those twinkling lights? Are you curious about the countless mysteries that surround the vast universe we call home? Are you ready to explore UFO sightings that defy explanation? Numerous individuals are convinced that there exists compelling evidence supporting the existence of aliens. Come along with us on a journey as we delve into the captivating inquiries and astonishing prospects surrounding UFOs and extraterrestrials through a blend of modern and ancient tales. Welcome to Two Dudes Much Aliens. All right, guys. Hey, we're back with Two Dudes Much Aliens. I know it's been a little bit of a uh, vacation for us. Sorry, sickness flew through the house once again, and uh, I was the first person attacked. And now I'm mostly okay, I assume. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Mateo, how you been, my guy? Good, good. What's going on, Nick? Just chilling, you know, not sick. Just kind of, uh, you know, hanging out. <laughs> He's the, he the yeah. healthier half of this duo. Um, Super healthy. As, as I've mentioned before, I have, I have children, so there's always some sort of uh, virus that's popping through here as it seems but nevertheless today i think uh what i wanted to talk to everybody about and, and discuss this with you mateo is alien tech alien technology Ooh, yes you know we're the, the nanobites and or you know all of the fun the fun little things that happen you know that there's there's mega all mega structures uh time manipulation i went back and I was I was bored looking for something to watch, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna watch Undisclosed again with uh, Bob Lazar, just to just to get it from the beginning again, and listen to all of the the the, the craziness that happened. Like, because it's you know, give it some time in there. I think Undisclosed, what came out in two thousand, what uh, seven? I think I think it was. It sounds about right. Yeah. Um. So wait, no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't uh, undisclosed. Well, fucking, I'm all, I'm losing it here. Uh, is Area 51 flying saucers and whatnot, right? That came out in 2018. Oh. So we've given it, we've given it a couple years. You know, that was the documentary done by uh, Jeremy Corbel. Um, had uh, George Knapp in there. It was narrated by Mickey Rourke, um, and was really just wanted to go back to it because we've. You know, we're hearing more and more of of UFOs and people seeing stuff. And now there's that new show on uh, Netflix called Encounters, which I, I told you about this morning, which I, I think is really well done. And again, I think uh, people are I mean, people are saying more shit now because it's becoming more I, I think it's becoming because it's becoming back to the mainstream media that that people are talking about it. Right. Like they're they're not yeah. as scared to be called. Uh, a weirdo or whatnot because like yeah fuck it whatever i'm weird i saw what i saw and that is it and i was sober when i saw it so take that um but but what really struck me weird is when they started getting when 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 bob lazar started talking about the the alien technology right like and it was one of the things that i thought about how tech how how much technology grew from let's i mean take it for and it's kind of along the same lines as uh civilization how fast we grew from you know we talked about the anunnaki in the beginning and stuff like that whether you believe that we are a dna project or whatnot but from that time point 
or a time period until now, like there was a lull, there was, there was a period of everything just kind of slowly going this and that, this and that, you know, it's happening, building. And then it just seemed like within the last, I don't know, couple hundred years, maybe a thousand years. It's like, here we are. We're, we're flying in spaceships, you know, we're going up to the moon. We got rovers on Mars. And, you know, if, if you take a piece of the, the, the ship, right. That Bob Lazar said he saw whatnot, you're trying to figure it out. It, like somebody had put it like taking a nuclear reactor, right. A small, uh, a nuclear reactor and dropping it off in the Victorian times and being like, Hey, figure this out. That's how far back. That's how, how long it's taken us to, you know, since we've looked at it since the forties had it, Bob Lazar looks at it, you know, in his period in the eighties and here we are. Right. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was interesting that, <clears throat> excuse me, I still got a bit of a, <clears throat> a cough, but how, how, how far we've come since 1947 to technology today. And I think that that's a pretty rap. I mean, that's what a little over 74 years, maybe those 75 years. It's, 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 it's not that long that we went from, telephone wired to not even having tvs in the house to where i can watch tv on my phone that yeah. carries around from everywhere on an airplane traveling through space like it's crazy it's, it's exactly so part of me wonders and, and 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 thinks about like what did we find in 1947 it's was bob lazar right as far as the things that we we found you know this this uh this reactor if you will this antimatter reactor that because like in the in the in the documentary he he talks about how the military is very uh compartmentalized right is that yeah. right Compart compartmentalized compartmentalized yeah that's a fun word um so how you know he's working on the antimatter reactor and then there's another department that's working on the material of the ship and somebody else is working on the food and beverage section or whatever um and so he's talking about this antimatter reactor, you know, that has zero gravity propulsion. Um, and then he brings up, it's interesting. He brings up this thing, uh, element 115. I'm not sure if you've heard of that. And he, and he, yeah. he talks about this being a little bit of, you know, it's like this little bit of material that is actually the, the fuel for the reactor. Right. So th this, can produce its own gravity it causes the reactor to produce its own gravity this element 115 and he's talking about this in the 80s and this no one's talked about uh element 115 you know no that hasn't been discovered nobody knows anything about it and then you come along to you know 2015 and some scientists in the joint institute for nuclear research discover this by splitting uh, I, I think it's uh, it was synthesized in 2003 and it, I think it, it's done by splitting two atoms for a half a second or, or I'm not 100% on the science but the point is is that he was aware of it in in the 80s right that's what he said powered this thing Yep. And then it officially becomes documented and found 
by Russia in 2003, and you know they name it Muscovium. Um, and so it just it, it it brought me to think. I'm like, dude, how much shit do we have that is this? There's no way, at least in my mind, that you get this far in technology without having something that was advanced. Yeah, something falling out of the sky, literally, <laughs> to help well, us. Yeah, that that's it. I mean, you mm-hmm. like I said, you, to have one TV in your house in the in the fifties was like crazy, it was craziness, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, then you get to to now and the, the the nanotechnology that we have, we have bots, drones. Anybody can fly a drone, swoop up into somebody's house and look and see all of this stuff. Like if you if you'd have taken half the shit, if you'd taken a cell phone, a drone, uh, I don't know, a Tesla car for 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 what it is and went back 50 years 60 years and showed people they would have thought you were from outer space yep yep they would a hundred percent thought you were from outer space yeah you know thinking talking about technology that just came out of nowhere um or similarly came out of nowhere and i can't confirm this maybe i should have like researched this before you bring this up but somebody i think it was my my dad's godfather told me a long time ago that he i don't know why i remember this i was so young that fiber optics came out right around right after the um the roswell incident in 1940 1947 which i thought was pretty cool because right speaking of something that's of a technology that's changed how we communicate right um it's pretty crazy yeah i mean it looks like uh, just a quick little search here that fiber optics in 1952 UK based physicist so-and-so Capani invented the first actual fiber optic cable based on John Tyler's experiments three decades earlier. So apparently three decades earlier, mm-hmm. which any story can be. Uh, yeah. I'd like to see right? if, yeah. I'd like to see if there is like a connection there. If my, if my, step no man it's my step my my god grandpa was just drunk probably but i thought i something i've always remembered like man that's as a kid i thought that was like so cool aliens invented fiber optics you know and it's some well, that's that's one piece of technology that's changed how how we watch tv how we talk on the phone everything you know it's it's question uh you know that people have asked that that did uh, did optic fiber come from alien technology um it looks like it looks like it was it has a well-recorded scientific history of beginning in 1840 that does not still does not mean that it didn't come from alien technology yeah exactly i mean we're not saying the first aliens ever made contact here on earth in 1947 at roswell because there is a bunch of shit that is that that is being reported everywhere right i mean there's still no one can even come forward and just and, and definitively say that Roswell did or didn't happen. I mean, the government's saying it didn't happen. Uh, there's supposedly there's an independent research that came out in '94 that said it was actually not a UFO; that it was part of Project Mogul, which was uh, the, the the project of, of of not necessarily a weather balloon, but for spying. Right? It was a balloon that had microphones on it that they would fly over. It was like to try to catch Russia, you know, whatever. They're saying it was one of those. No one buys that. <laughs> no one no one no one i mean i'm not saying they no one believes doing that yeah you know but that's the that's the thing is it's you you cannot convince me that that alien tech is is 
not around. I mean, unless we're that smart, is it possible that people are, you know, in the la- in the last few decades, we can communicate easier with each other. So that's why things are happening faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hey, in the 50s, we had telephones. I mean, we were able to call somebody on the moon in the 60s. So, I mean, we, we can sit there and talk about how, how the different technologies may have grown over time, right? Yeah. Um, this makes me think of like, you know, even ancient alien technology, right? Like what about the wheel? Like what convinced, um, a, you know, a pre-human early human person or group of people to come up with the, with the concept of a wheel, right? That's massive. Um, you know, I don't see animals out there figuring that shit out, right? (laughs) Maybe a dung beetle, they can roll its shit around, but you know, it can't use it to dominate the world. Maybe our first wheels were shit balls. And they did. <laughs> it just got yeah. hot. Pushing them up hills in the desert. Yeah. yeah. They just got, people got tired of working with it. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny because, you know, I, I had this conversation with somebody on our Facebook page, which if you're listening at uh, facebook.com forward slash two dudes, much aliens pop over there, have a conversation with us. You know, it was, it was talked about that. Somebody had asked the question, is it possible that we had been visited by people, right? Have we, have we been visited by extraterrestrials? Have we, you know, we did the post about the, the, the Mexican reveal, right? The, 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 the Jaime, uh, uh, Masson who found those or claims to have found Mexican Georgian app. Yes. Yes. He found those, those alien cakes in the in the in the peruvian deserts or whatever yeah and and somebody came out and just straight commented you know like aliens didn't don't come to earth sorry to burst your bubble and then of course here come the credentials right i'm an evolutionary biologist and a hobbyist astronomer thing the thing is is it would take that it would take for an extraterrestrial species to visit the earth is about as impossible as you get before approaching impossible or improbable it's about as improbable as you get before approaching impossible. And I merely said, I go, the earth came into existence roughly 4.6 billion years ago, right? That's what they estimate that the earth came into existence as. Um, while the universe is estimated to be around 13.7 billion years old. And given these immense time frames, it props us to ponder the intriguing possibility of the existence of advanced civilizations within our vast universe, perhaps capable of achieving mastery in the realm of interstellar travel. Um, it's, 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 he, he came back and was like, Oh, you know, physics spaces is huge. You know, all this back and forth. And it's, it's not, uh, it's not that he's it, it, saying it's impossible that you have the likelihood of, of winning the lottery and being struck by lightning every day. And my, my whole thing was, is that for having an earth that is so much older, or I mean, a, a universe that is so much older, how was it not possible to understand that an ancient a civilization could be more advanced because we we can't fathom quantum physics here right it's still like a theory right theory of quantum physics where maybe you know wormholes and things of that nature have been studied and figured out by somebody who's around 
4 billion years before us or 10 billion years before us. I mean, is that not a, po- a possible scenario or just humans? That's it. We are the ones in this yeah. whole infinite universe. I mean, I've seen pictures from the James Webb telescope. Have you seen those? Oh, yeah. There are, there is shit like you cannot tell me that we are the only ones in this. Like that, that, that's just not. It could be this star over here. There could be planets on. Like so, to sit there and shut it down. Uh, you know, I know this is kind of off topic for the nanotechnology or just alien tech, but maybe it's right in line, right? Alien tech, it's their technology. Just because we don't understand it. And it doesn't make sense to our earthbound physics and probability. Like we don't understand it. So therefore it doesn't exist. It can't happen. Yeah. My, my, my quick, I guess, comment or um, retort to that, uh, to the long post, which I thought was really great. Thanks to the comments around that um, is that it's like saying that, that, say there's like a group of fish saying, right, we'll never be able to get out onto the land because it's impossible. We can't do it. We don't have feet. We don't have, to, I know fish can't think obviously, but right. But it's like, it's, it's like saying um, it, it's kind of the same analog, right? Where you're saying a group of species us uh, is saying something is impossible simply because it doesn't exist within our, um, with our, within a realm of technology is kind of like saying, you know, fish saying that there's no way they can get on into land, um, which is true. Right. Um, but um, but well, without the use of technology, right? Anything is possible. So I, I think that you know we've we've made it to this. We've we've been able to fly as humans, right? Using technology previously impossible to do. We've been able to get to the bottom of the ocean. That's not something humans should be able to do, right? This is all something that comes with time and necessity. Um, and you know we're a young we're a young species, right? In in the context of the whole universe, like you were saying, like it's so big. And you know we're so far away from the center of the of the of the universe that even the galaxy, right? That there's no way to tell that there's you know that there's not a species out there that's just way more advanced or just understands how how the nature of reality works, right? And and I'm not even going to get into like the the discussion about dimensions and how we're still trying to figure that out and you know and how technologies might work differently on different dimensions, but. Yeah, that's just my quick kind of like response to that, that, you know, we're not there yet. Give us time. Well, yeah, we're what? We're only so many thousands of years old. All of our technology, like all the big stuff came in the last 100, 150, since the Industrial Revolution, right? Right. And, you know, I remember when we had typewriters, you know, that's, I mean, it's not, it doesn't seem that ancient, right? But still, like, it's the, the way that we can just do that on our phones within 20 years. It's just like remotely without electricity it's like it's incredible and i think you know we'll get there eventually yeah and if we don't destroy ourselves in in war but um you know i think like nick was saying that the possibility that out in the giant cosmos yeah i'm sure i'm there's the improbability of there not being someone out there is to me kind of you know is super low a hundred percent that that is that is a, a good point on the typewriter right because i think especially for me being born in the late seventies and growing up through the eighties and coming into the nineties, so to speak as a teen, I remember being in school where 
it was you know stuff was on a vhs tape and that's that's how you watched it there was no computer labs in fifth grade you know my son is in fifth grade and gets they they work on chromebooks there was none of that for me in fifth grade computers were very 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 new uh the first computer that came into our school i think i was in sixth grade no 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 I take that back. The first computer that came into our school was in fifth grade, but it was a very special privilege to touch. It was an Apple IIe. And you got to do the logo. You put in some coordinates and this little thing drew like a picture on the screen. And that was where we were. Um, and I'm sure it did a little more than you know a fifth grader could do. But to see that happen. And then when I got into high school, it was like computer labs. And it was like, ah, uh, the, all these computers are 486 SX and then the next year DX, these have the math code processors. And it's like mm -hmm. just to, to go through modems. I think people, you know, you think of modems technology, right? Like now it's just, oh, I'm pissed because my internet's not working. Uh, fucking Cox, you know, like their, their, their internet's down again. I'm like, dude, my first modem was a 300 baud modem. Like I got 300 bytes, not kilobytes, not megabytes. Pre-56K. No, this was 56K. It didn't come until, there, there was, there was that, it was a box. It was a square white box that if I remember correctly, I had to have it hooked up through my phone. I had to pick up the phone, dial, uh, you know, whatever access point it was, let it ring. And then it would start doing the key. And then you would hit enter on your computer and hang up the phone and then pray to God that you got that timing, right? Because if somebody picked up the other phone in the room, done call waiting, beep done. Um, so to go from that to a three, a 12. And then I remember when like my first internal modem came and it was a, it was a 14, four, 14,400 kilobyte modem from sound blaster. And then it went to 26.6, 56K. Now, and then they're just watching it build. And then here I am busting a gigabyte a second now. It is, it is crazy how it all advanced. And the one thing that, that stuck with me, and I'm not sure if it was on that uh, uh, documentary or another one, but the theory is, is that these aliens, the, 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 the crash sites, right? We pick it up, get their stuff, and that the government distributes bits and pieces of it to private industry right they give you know some things to uh raytheon some things to boeing some things to ibm why did you know that, that there's theories behind why how ibm jumped so fast grew so fast because they had alien tech that they were reverse engineering and figured it out and you know to the, to the best they could came along with what we have now. Is it a hundred percent of what aliens have? No, but it's, it was enough to where, Oh shit. Well, if we do this, this way, we get this. Oh, okay. All right. We, we oh, now we're getting somewhere. Can we still propel ourselves with no, uh, with, without normal, uh, aviation type, uh, you know, thermal project, you know, thermal readings. Like there's no thermal exhaust that like, can we do it? No. I mean, at least I don't think so. Maybe the military can, but that's, that's the theory that I have is that there was little bits that came from alien tech that was found in wreckage that was disseminated. I, I, that is easier for me to digest if so to speak, do mm -hmm. I believe, do I know it for a hundred percent fact? No, but it's, it's just like the people that come along. Right. And they say, 
oh, you're crazy. There's no such things as aliens. There's no such... Have I seen an actual gray? Have I seen an actual reptilian? No. But it's easier for me to wrap my head around that concept instead of just being these people that just shut you down with no, you know, fuck. Why should I have to prove they exist? You're sitting here telling me, you know, prove to me they don't exist. Yeah. Yeah. That, right. That's and, the thing. Like, and, and, and sorry to interrupt you. Um, no, no, go ahead. That, um, you know, I get it. Science to us is kind of like the razor of, you know, it, it's truth, right? Like it's the thing that tells us what's real and what's, what's not. And there are things that are like this guy, um, you know, again, really well thought out and, you know, thoughtful, you know, post there, um, you know, he's a scientist and I get it, you know, the scientists believe what they can see and feel and measure and, you know, work with, with math and statistics and, you know, stuff like that. And I get it. The improbability of us, of an alien race visiting us here is, is super low. Right. But then at the same time, the improbable, the probability of us living on a rock in the middle of space, just in the right ring around our sun to provide earth is also very low. And yeah, what are the odds of that? What are the odds of that? Right. And so I guess what I'm trying to say is that, that yeah, science is there for a reason to help us understand how re reality works, but there are things that we just don't understand yet. Right. We know, we know more, and I'm not sure if this is true, but I've heard the saying that we know more about the, the, you know, the moon that we, than we know about the bottom of the ocean. Right. And that's just because of, there's a limitation of technology there. Right. And as soon as we get to that point where we have technology or we have a need to, to do that, you know, for, for economic reasons or whatever, um, you know, we'll get there. And then science, the, the science will catch up. Right. There's always a frontier to, to everything. And that includes science. And, you know, and I think right aliens and space you know and space visitors and stuff like that that's our frontier right now and we're just trying to get beyond that and you know we you know we're getting there well yeah and that and, and again pre neolithic ages right like there was a period of time that people and there's still some people that i guess believe this but a period of time where that if you sailed too far, you were gone. You were off the edge of the earth. The, yeah. earth, was, the, the earth was flat until you started getting into like 384, 322 BC, like in that area. I think Aristotle was one of the first ones to, to, to first recognize the fact that our planet was a round sphere. But before that, how many people believed that it was flat, you know? And like I said, there's still some people that do. And, but believe that it was flat and then we we come and find that it's that it is in fact uh, a sphere how many people believe that the that that the sun revolved around the earth and then come to find out oh shit it's the earth that revolves around the sun like if you if you, in the 19 even the 1950s right the sr-71 blackbird when that when the military was testing that before public saw eyes on it imagine imagine being that person there at night or the uh what is it the b1 bomber the one that looks like the boomerang right seeing that for the first time as the military is testing that out in the middle of nowhere what are you going to think when every plane that you've ever seen has the two wings the fuselage tail you know what i mean it's all planes look the same but then you see this holy shit what is that so there is only two probabilities for, for what people are seeing in the sky. There is only two, as far as, I, as I'm as i concerned, until somebody wants to prove me wrong. It is either military 
planes of the future that we've finally have dis- discovered and trying new shit out and we're, we're making new mm-hmm. advancements or it's alien UFOs. I don't know what else it could be. So it has to be one, one of two, either other government, it's either military from one government or another, or they're actual UFOs from outer space. What else, what else could it be that people are seeing? Are you telling me that a triangle surrounded by a sphere going with flashing lights is a weather phenomenon? Like this is gases. I mean, they're making intelligent, intelligent movements at some sport, at some, at, at some point. Yep. When you have things like the gimbal uh, UFO, right? The one that's flying and it's going, you know, against 100, the, the wind's going 120 knots to the west and it's flying at, you know, high speeds going east and just turning without any type of movement going flat and against it, not having any type of hindrance from, from the, the wind. And you have military guys going, holy shit. Granted, all military people don't know everything. There's always people above somebody. Mm-hmm. But for, for military people who do see some stuff that the public is not, for them to not even fathom what is possible seems crazy, right? Like, oh, okay, yeah. well, I saw some shit that the public doesn't know. It's possible we could be getting there. But when you have top, like David Fravor, uh, you know, these guys that see this stuff with their own eyes come out and go, there is nothing that we have that can do this. It does, it does not, I have flown hundreds of jets, thousands and thousands of miles. The, the, the maneuvers are just not possible in the equipment that we have now. And I would think that some of these top flight guys would be some of the people that they would have either coming up or in the wings of if this was our ships or, or vehicles that they would want some high end people that knew how to fly flying them. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. it's just, it's, it's hard for me to, 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 to put my head around it because I, I can't be one of those people who are like, no, no, not it. That's not what it is. You're a kook. Can't believe you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, I get you. It's, uh, you know, it's when I look at technology, right. And just, I, I guess to kind of like, um, I just to segue into something kind of related, um, who was it? Was it? No, it, yeah, it was Stephen Greer. He was talking about like what the insides of those, of the, of the spaceships look like. Right. And that they're all completely like, it's, it's almost like they're machined from one piece of of material there's no like there's no like there's no rivets there's no nothing in there right it's just like a it's like this weird kind of like uh, con con cave and like circular like um i guess pieces of areas where the aliens or the ets i guess would um, interact with it using their uh, telepathy or mind which i think is pretty rad right yeah, and and I think I think it was Bob Lazar who talked about that because he's talking about inside the the ships. Oh, there was at, Bob Lazar. You're right. Yeah, and, and there was a wall. Yeah, that was there, and yep. and it would just it would just go. It, it could turn invisible, right? Like you could see through it, through the space, through the ship. But when it when it would also turn to where there was stuff on it, but it would never actually move. It was just more of a 
it would fade into what you needed to see and then it would fade out and you could see through it. Yeah. And and that the inside, the metal was all just, like you said, formed. It was all form-fitted. There was no weld seams. It was kind of just bloop. Now, was it him or was it Stephen Green? They look alike. They're just one is buff and one is not, like we were talking about earlier. So it, I think yeah. it was Bob Lazar because it was in that yeah. Area 51 and, and UFO because he talks about where that uh, antimatter reactor sat. Yeah. And in, inside there, it was more on top. And then it basically, basically what happened was is you had a beam that came, it was like a, like, I don't know, for a lack of better terms, an antenna at the top that kind of put like this shield around the actual ship. Mm-hmm. And then the way that it worked is that it focused on a point and it would just take you there. And yeah. That, that way it would just focus on it and then go there. So it wasn't That's necessarily... Rad like turning and stuff but and he's also the one that said that it didn't fly like a typical flat you know uh, I, I guess horizontal it would it would turn and the bottom of it would kind of go like the bold part of the top of the ship would fly forward it would turn vertical and fly that's how the the the, the saucers would fly they didn't fly flat so oh, I interesting that. i didn't catch that it's like the slave one star wars yeah it, it would yeah. it would it would fly flat and that's kind of what's interesting is that's what you kind of see in that gimbal video you see uh exactly like how it how it goes uh where is it at do, 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 do. let's see where is it at here it is yeah, uh, and you can see right like so yeah, and it's you'll not watch flat. It. It's not flat. It's tilted. Yeah. And if you're on our Patreon, you can see this live. We, we you know, so that's patreon.com forward slash two dudes, much aliens. Get over there, sign up, get the exclusive content. But it's just the way that it just turns. It turns so quick and rapid and it leans forward. Look at that. That's crazy. That's interesting, right? Like that's, that is something. There is something there. People are seeing it with their eyes. Yeah, that de- that defies our physics, right? If something is flying head on, to, you know, with wind resistance, you know, and that would destroy one of our airplanes. It, anything flying in that in that kind of way. So whatever, like, I think you mentioned some sort of shield or something that goes around the ship that maybe that protects it, or maybe there's some sort of anti gravitational field that kind of like does something, right? So it doesn't get all messed up. And this is, and one of the things that, that that kind of frustrates me is I've heard I've heard Neil Tyson DeGrasse talk about this, and he 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 seems to think that what you're seeing there is a glitch in the technology on our planes showing it, how fast it's going, what it's doing, and I just I that bothers me because it's like I'm looking at it, and it's showing. He's like, oh, you know, how, how do they know how fast it's going? And it's like, well, because they they have radars on their shit. They can see this. This is on their radars. And they even talk about how it was it was jamming them, like trying to jam their radar. Was it working? I don't know. There's some stuff there. But the fact that it's it, that he can't even perceive or doesn't want to believe or state that, yeah, it could be from out of this out of this world. Like you're so scientists and astrophysicists that like you don't believe that it's possible that something can come here like dude yeah i think you guys have paid. all 
<laughs> I think he's no, getting honestly, paid to love I've, I've heard people mention that he is uh, being kind of manipulated by the government to get out there and say that, oh, this isn't because he has a huge following. He's pretty popular. Same with Bill Nye, the science guy. Oh, yeah. He's got a great uh, podcast, um, Star Talk, um, with that comedian. And they talk it. And it's, he's so the way he explains things, right? Does he do so that with Theo Vaughn? Is it? No, he's had a, it's with another dude. He's had, it's his, it's his own podcast that he's had for like a while. Star called, Talk? Yeah, Star Talk. They talk about physics and, you know, just science, like astrophysics. And, but from the, per, from the perspective of, um, and Neil deGrasse Tyson. And right. it's, um, it's, he explains everything really well. Right. And he's like, he's kind of, yeah, he's like the new Bill Nye, right? He makes everything scientific and hard to understand. I loved really him in Cosmos. I love that show. Oh, Cosmos. he was great. But I think, I mean, with with governments disclosing stuff and so many people or so many in so many people like in the scientific world are coming forward and, you know, coming up with actual science, kind of, you know, proving their claims um, and him just saying, no, nope, it's not correct. It seems fishy to me because he he seems like a reasonable guy. And if someone has evidence to kind of back up back up their claims then i i would assume they keep like yeah that makes sense but he's just straight up no and to me I, he seems like some sort of plant or something because he's so approachable and everyone loves the guy that's why that's why i think it's it's very uh it's very fishy that he could just be no not it you know and, and that's i cannot wrap my head around that idea again Again, it's, you know, and I hate to compare it to religion. I really do, because I don't care if you believe in religion, you know, you believe in a God or not, but there's so many people that believe in something they have never seen and was only written in a book by some dudes thousands of years after it supposedly happened. But when, 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 when ancient astronaut theorists and, and people who believe in, and aliens come up and they go, oh, well, you know, this is, you know, I believe that this, we've been visited by other, you know, by aliens outside of this world. And then, no, no, you're fucking crazy. You're, this is, what are you, fuck, easy there, schizophrenic. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy. But then when you look at it, you're like, you know, if you look at the, if you look at the story of the Bible, wouldn't God have been an alien? I mean, out, created the world, sent somebody down here obviously impregnated mary via immaculate conception so that was done by something that wasn't physical on this earth wouldn't that technically be like star seeding yeah yeah that's exactly what that is you know right but, you but know, look because... at zeus he impregnated a bunch of chicks <laughs> right <laughs> right excited. yeah look at we did exactly so i mean it's it's i guess it's just the nice fuzzy story that gets put around it and it's easier to consume oh the archangel michael came down and and was talking everything was fine the burning bush the the red sea it was split and da 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 that i buy it 100% ufo crashed in roswell New, newspaper military reports that it was a ufo crash next day oh oh uh weather balloon oh you you guys are crazy you're crazy ufo yeah, right. oh, yeah, get, get your tin foil get your you know and that's the part that is is silly to me like yeah. come on you have to be able to at least open your mind and think it's possible that's like like yeah. they, they, they this grain of sand this is the only grain of sand i'm the only human that's ever going to touch this grain of sand it's there's lots of things going on yeah but unfortunately our uh, our government will not confess to yet because people cannot 
wouldn't know how to process that, I guess. Wouldn't know how to process that information. If you, if the government came and said, you know, enough's enough. 1947 uh, was not the first time. It actually happened before in Dolce de Mexico. It actually happened, you know, before in Russia. It actually happened before in China. The governments have talked. You know, we've all agreed that no matter what happens, this cannot get out. Um, if that happened, there would be mass chaos because people wouldn't know how to process it because a, I believe that too many people do believe so much in the, in the Bible that that is what happened. That is our history, right? That yeah. is, it, it doesn't say it here. And now I've built my whole life off of what's in this book. And now that's all changed. Yeah. Yeah, the, the amount of... Oh, I think you lost your mic, buddy. Oh, you there? I think... Oh, no. Oh, no. Hold up. See? You start talking into the government when you start getting into this deep stuff. Weird shit starts happening. This is not the first time that this has happened when we've got deep into it. Hello. Can you hear uh, me? Let me make sure, because last Hello? time... Was I muted? I don't know. This is so weird. This is so weird. Here we go again. Can you hear me still? Yes. I can hear you this just so fine. so odd. It's, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we've, we've gone, we've gone too far. How about now? Yes. I think you're muted. I, I don't know. That's so weird. I, I mean, it doesn't show you muted on this side. Try going to your thing. And Hello? Does that work? Yeah. That I'm unmuted. so weird. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Every time we start, this is on me because every time I start talking about the military and our government, this is what happens. And it's, it's a little frustrating. It's a little frustrating. That this, this goes this Hello. way. I don't have any, uh, let me see. Are you there? Are you back here? Hold up one sec. Uh Oh, Okay, we're going to try to boot him, boot Matt out and bring him back, see what happens. This is, uh, it's so weird. Every time that this, that we get into this type of discussion, it comes in. Let's see. Let's see if he's able to join up and be part of this again. How now, Brown Cow? Hello. No. What? I, uh, how about now? All right. So here's what we're going to do. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll roll it out here and, and stop it. I'm not sure what the hell is going on. Hello. We'll get to the bottom hello, hello, of hello. it. Um, but yeah, two dudes, much aliens stop by our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash two dudes, much aliens join in the conversation there. We do respond. Um, we're also looking for people to come on the show, share their experiences with us. So reach out to us on Facebook or reach out to us at two dudes, much aliens at gmail.com. You want some behind the scenes stuff? We're going to be doing a Q and a, uh, we'll do a live show. We're going to start showing the video, the, the actual videos of us. So you can see our beautiful faces and the, and the videos that we show while we're doing this on our Hello. Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash two dudes, much aliens. Stop by, check us out. Stop by, say hi, tell us we're crazy. We don't care. We just like having the conversation. We love talking about this shit. So with that being said, remember 
pull your head out of your phones and look up. Peace. I see Matt giving the peace sign. I'm giving the peace sign. We'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you.